All right, so what's your name? Richard. All right, Richard. And uh, so you've been experiencing the Mandela Effect, or at the very least, you've been seeing things about the Mandela Effect, correct? Oh, I've watched quite a few videos on it. Feeling freaked out about it, or you feel comfortable with it? Both, actually. I mean, there ain't much I can do about it, but they definitely will throw your brain for a loop. All right, so uh, what is a good example of a Mandela Effect? Well, the Monopoly guy not having his monocle is a crock. I mean, he has always had the monocle. They claim he has never had it, not ever. And you can't find an example of him having it in any old board game. Uh, you can't find it anywhere. I, I don't know. I, I know I don't make that up. I mean... <laughs> All right, so you were telling me earlier that when you were a kid that your uh, your mom and dad used to read the, uh, the Berenstein Bears to you. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. We had a book called the Berenstein Bears, the B book. It basically taught you the letter B. I mean, this is when I'm learning to read, so... You know, I, they read this to me. It was my favorite book. They read it nonstop. And uh, so you feel like you have a pretty decent memory on what how Berenstein was spelled. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm a pretty exceptional speller. My grammar is fantastic. I mean, I've got a, a great vocabulary. And, I mean, even I couldn't have been, what, four, five years old when they were reading this book? And I can still quote the entirety of the book. Oh, well, do that for us. I mean, I'm 46 years old now, if that helps. It started off, in the first page, it would say Big Brown Bear. Mm -hmm. You know, and it would have a picture of a Big Brown Bear on the book. The next page, it said Big Brown Bear, Blue Bull. And it kept adding on and on to the list as the book went on. So by the time you were done, it said, Big Brown Bear, Blue Bull, Beautiful Baboon, Blowing Bubbles, Biking Backwards, Bump, Black Bugs Banana Boxes, Billy Bunny's Bread Basket, Brother Bob's Baseball Bus, and Buster Beagle's Bagpipe Bugle Band. And that's what broke Baby Bird's balloon. The Mad Adder just went off right there. <laughs> <laughs> How to spell Berenstein Bears, correct? I've always pronounced it the Berenstein Bears. It was never Berenstain, as it apparently has always been, according to the Mandela Effect. It's fucking weird shit, bro. All right, Richard. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. I appreciate you, man. Uh, say goodbye to the people. Absolutely, man. I look forward to coming back and doing this again sometime. Hey, next time we'll do a music episode. It'll be great. That's oh, real quick, real quick uh, plug for the Ghost of Thor radio show, the radio show with the sexiest audience. All right, and we are back to uh, the show. I don't know what, what uh, your boy Walter White's show is called yet, but uh, we're back to that. Hello, friends, and welcome. It's your boy, Discount Walter White, bringing you some of the Blue Skies mix. This is the After Dark. The After Dark special is where I'm going to talk about some... Interesting fucked up stuff, possibly conspiracy things here and there, that some of you might find interesting. So, fingers crossed that you actually enjoy what the hell I'm about to talk about. Those of you on YouTube watching this or listening, uh, if you're paying attention to the actual video, instead of just putting this shit on your podcast playlist in a car, driving around, the video seems wobbly, it's because you are mounted on this fucking weird flexy stick thingy. So, it is what it is, as my camera tries to focus. Those of you listening at home on Spotify or wherever else this winds up uploaded at, hope you're doing good. You ain't gotta worry about the video. Enjoy. Now, for those of you who do not know, the Mandela Effect, as it stands, is where a group of people remember something for which there is no evidence. No evidence, like, feasibly speaking. 
or I guess physically speaking. It's named for many remembering Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 1980s and not 2013. If I recall, personally speaking, if I recall, there was this dude at CERN who had this thing, this uh, sheet of construction paper, where it just said on it, Mandela, and he was sitting there smiling. CERN, for those of you who do not know, is the Large Hadron Collider. It's uh, an atom smasher. Uh, if I recall, it's uh, in Geneva. I could be wrong. You never know. But, in the timeline I'm from, that's the fucking case. Or the reality, I guess, that I'm from. That's the case. That's the reality. The spin upon it is that. Anyway, the uh, Mandela effect itself <clears throat> is uh, quite an interesting topic. Let's continue to read. By the way, I'm reading from alternatememories.com backslash Mandela effect list. So, the link will be in the descriptions or wherever I can get it at. Uh, for those of you on Spotify, considering I use an app called Anchor, we'll see what I can do for you. Anyway, rather than accept their memories as faulty, many of those experiencing this claim... Hold on. Who are... Alright. There we go. It's the grammar. The flow of the sentence fucks up. Rather than accept their memories are faulty, many of those experiencing this claim, it is... God damn it. I'm going to get there eventually, I promise. Many of those experiencing this claim it is no coincidence so many are affected. Which is true. To a certain point, there is like an unreasonable amount of people who experience this shit. So. <sighs> and say the past has somehow changed. Okay, I need to actually get to the period in the sentence before I'm like, that way I'm not reading fucking segments. Anyway, they say it's no coincidence that so many are affected and say the past has somehow changed. So events in the past have changed, therefore causing hiccups or Mandela effects that we see in the timeline that pop up and cause this discrepancy in memories. The causes for this are unknown, but theories ranging from CERN experiments to it being evidence of time travel are suggested. Here's a list of many well-known ones sourced from various internet users, forums, and direct reports. Bear in mind, some will apply to certain people and not to others. The affected value shows the percentage believing the alternate memory from the survey. So there are affected percentages here. Uh, I don't see one for the first one. But, uh, let's see, that's interesting. HE198X0001, Nelson Mandela's prison death in the 1980s. For those of you who do not know, Mandela, Nelson Mandela, uh, was, what was he? I guess he was a political prisoner? I'm not quite sure. Let's click on the, see if we can click on it and get some results. Get a quick little info bit. Let's see. The alternate is Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 1980s. The current is Nelson Mandela died in 2013. So that is like a 33-year discrepancy. That's a lot. 33 years difference is a hellacious change. How much stuff could he have affected in that time? Because anyone who knows anything about time travel, you know, if you're not paying attention, go watch a Marvel film. They suck, but hey, well, you know, he knows what I'm talking about. Moving on. <laughs> the reason for the Mandela effect term. When Nelson Mandela's death in 2013 was announced, some people were surprised. This is because they were sure he'd already died, and they even seemed to remember where and when in prison in the late 1980s. 
Individual people would have normally just dismissed this as something they didn't quite remember correctly. Maybe they misheard it wrong, or maybe it was someone else who died, and for some reason they were sure it was Nelson. I'm going to keep reading. Then, somehow, this notion started getting discussed on the internet, and this began a stream of Me Too. <laughs> Sorry, I had to pause on that. Me Too type responses. Uh, is that like the only time that hashtag Me Too can be used and it doesn't? Uh, never mind. I'm going to go on a fucking tangent. Once this number became too big to ignore, and those experiencing it were not just dismissing it as faulty memory, we had what became known as the Mandela Effect. I still maintain that the CERN employee, uh, or the LHC employee, was a bit, I want to say, more poignant. I think that one's much more important than we're getting credit for. But, uh, you know, all that aside, um, well, I'll accept this for now. The mass memory discrepancy of the Mandela effect is one of many which comes under the broader classification of the mass memory discrepancy effect. Characterized by a significant number of people remembering something having been different in the past to all the evidence related to the incident available today. Voice tried to give out there. This disconnect is absolute, so googling, reading old books, watching the old movies, and so on, all show the same thing, and that is definitely not what the people experiencing the effect remember. Those of you paying attention, if I did indeed, because this is after I recorded something else, if I did indeed put that clip ahead of this, like I should have, uh, excuse me, because that's a hell of a thing to start with, it's a perfect example of why some of the stuff I'm going to cover is absolute bullshit, but anyway... For those of you paying attention, memory discrepancy is only going to go so far. There are things that you can clearly recall to an exact detail that this memory discrepancy explanation does not cover. And you can then go and check the work. You can double check that homework and make sure all the answers are correct because some of these motherfuckers have exact perfect detailed memory, the likes of which some of y'all ain't ready to talk about yet. But anyway, moving on. Oh shit. This is going to be a lot. Let's see. Nelson Mandela was born in 1918 and died 2013 in current timeline history. And... Hold on. I'm not going to watch that because that's a bit sus. But still, other than that, something involving uh, someone speaking on something. I got overexcited for something that is not the case. So moving on. Moving on to the next one. Go back to the list. Oh, yeah. A lot of you should know this one. Berenstein and Berenstain Bears. Y'all are going to like this one. Because that was the example in the clip that was given. And uh, my man Thor, or I guess Stranger as he wants to be called, uh, he got that clip for me because that was going to be the first episode that we did together. However... Because of the poor quality in that recording, I am redoing it. I also want to actually bring up the list and go over some stuff. I'll go into better detail in later videos as far as the list overall. I just want to hit some points right now and get this going. However long I make this, we will see. I know YouTube ain't going to be as long as Spotify and other sources because that podcast shit can run a hell of a lot longer than YouTube can right now. 
podcast stuff is the passionate, long-lasting lover, whereas YouTube is that two-pump chump. You know, that sort of thing. I'm trying not to show any fucking brands here. Because I need to stay hydrated. <clears throat> and I don't have any coffee right now, so... What is the Berenstein or the Berenstain Bears? The alternate memory is Berenstein Bears, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, and the current is Berenstain, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. I would rather be a Steen than a Stain, the same. The best part of you ran down the crack of your mama's ass and wound up as a brown stain on the mattress. If you know where that's from, you're fucking Chad. I love you. Anyway, can we settle on Berenstain? Berenstein, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. Baron, it's Berenstein, but instead of an A, it's a hashtag. Anyway, today, everywhere you look, you see the Berenstain bears are spelt that way. Berenstain, with an A. Many people, however, are insistent that it was originally spelt Berenstein, with an E. So we have another mass member discrepancy effect to consider. I'm going to read this thing, and if it doesn't cover it, the thing that I am going to say... I'll bring it up then, and I can't wait to share it with you, because some of you might actually remember this. I'm hoping some of you do, because if you don't, what the fuck? <clears throat> anyway, moving on. <sighs> Let's see. For those wondering what the heck this is all about, never mind how they are spelt. The Berenstain Bears is a set of children's books originating in the early 1960s from Stan and Jan Berenstain. The books became so popular that two TV series were launched, along with a range of merchandise and product licensing deals. Mike Berenstain took full authorship in 2012 following his father, Jan, 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 Jan's death. Uh, well then. Why can't we just ask the Berenstains? Uh, sometimes comes up with cases involving people still alive who are part of the source of the original incident. We should be able to solve this right away because the bear's name was taken from the surname of an actual family. Not so fast. The argument is that the mass memory discrepancy effect creates parallel universes. So the one the family inhibit today will be the one they always did. Inhibit? You mean exhibit? Because... Oh, inhabit. My bad. Sorry. I was going with an I instead of an A. My bad. Anyway, so the one the family inhabit today will be the one they always did, and it... And I think you meant to say it's. And it's the people experiencing the effect who have jumped universes. Jumped in quotes. Because we'll cover that a bit. I want to go over some theories of the Mandela effect as well. Not just the Mandela effect and some of the, some of the uh, items on the list. Because there are 500 plus items. I want to see if... Ooh, ah, I wonder. Because there's another one that I know about. I forgot about it. I talked about it in that stupid recording we did. And I, I need to bring it up now in this one. Well, not at this exact moment. We go see. Okay. I mean, it's got a clip from the old show on YouTube, but I don't trust that. Ah. I love it. Details. Let's see. A fascinating research project from the University of Cambridge or Cambridge suggests people could have even been staring at the correct version for years, yet registering the incorrect one. I doubt that. Because we'll cover it. 
All right. Mudding the Waters, the Mandela Effect, has been around a while now, and this particular one is one of the best known. Of course, this means the pranksters come out for fun. Here's a recently uncovered image purporting to show both spellings simultaneously. Yeah, that one, I don't know, it looks kind of sus, but if it's suspect, they did a good job aging that thing in some ways, but it could just have been something they left in a dingy closet for a while, who knows. I'm going to go ahead and say that since they didn't bring it up, do any of you remember B-E-R-N, Burn, Steen, S-T-E-I-N, Bernstein? Because my oldest memory of that shit, of Berenstein, Berenstain, is Bernstein. It's the Bernstein Bears. We called it Bernstein. Not Berenstein, not Berenstain, it was Bernstein. Came on TV, we had some of the books. I don't recall us having any of the VHSs, but we had some of the fucking books. And my parents would always be like, you wanna watch the Bernstein Bears? And it was always Bernstein. Whenever it came on, big, bold fucking letters, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. Do any of you remember that? Because uh, that has bugged me for a long fucking time. Ever since I found out about the Mandela Effect shit, I looked into it, I was like, what the fuck? Where's my spelling? Where's the spelling that I know? Because I have seen it nowhere. It's not even covered in this list. Like, I could probably hit a discrepancy button on this shit. Like, there's a third spelling. At least by my record, there is. But I have no fucking idea if anyone else remembers it. And I don't know if anyone else who does. I don't have no idea. I don't know. I got no fucking clue. I need to ask the wonderful gentleman who was in the clip uh, at the beginning of this video, or episode, I should say, beginning of this episode, uh, ask him personally, like, do you, do you recall B-E-R-N? Because I remember B-E-R-N, Bernstein. <laughs> Excuse me, I burped. Like, I, I remember a completely, a rather different spelling, I should say. Like, it's missing a letter. There's a difference there. Alright? You don't miss a whole letter. Okay? Okay, moving on. Because that shit, that's not that's gonna bug me now. I was really hoping that they would have actually covered that, but no. Uh, well, shit. Alright. I'm gonna read a few more of these, and then we'll move on. Let's see. Oh, yeah, the uh, affected rate on the Berenstein or Berenstain is 78.4% of the populace. Uh from the survey that was given. That's a rough estimate, that's, that's their numbers, they did a survey, or whoever it is did surveys, and it turned out that 78.40% remember Berenstein, not Berenstein. So, there's that. Moving on. God, we are 16 minutes into this. I think I need to take a break real quick uh, on the podcast there, and we will be back shortly because I can't play it on YouTube, or else I'd love to throw it in the video. But, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, get ready. I'm going to take a break on the podcast, because they need one. It's been a minute. I don't want to fry their brains too much. Because uh, those of you who can actually see me, 
Uh, gotta look way more red in the recording. Like in the image, what you're seeing here, I don't, I'm not naturally this red. That's bad. My skin's dry as fuck. Ugh. Too much chlorine in the pool. Anyway, so, those of you listening on Spotify or wherever else on the podcast, not able to see me, we're gonna take a break. I want you to listen to this uh, wonderful song because I want to hear it again because I don't recall what the hell I played in the original recording of this because uh, screw that shit but the theme or the artist for this episode is going to be Gorillas, and the first song is going to be Feel Good Inc. so y'all stay frosty be sure to hang out check me out um, I'm not going to do the little spiel plug right this exact moment uh, for those of you who are watching those of you listening you're about to get it so one sec Hello friends, welcome to your boy Discount Walter White with the Aftermath recording. Now, I said you are going to get the spiel. Here's the spiel. If you want to support me and what I do on Cash App, you can do so at hashtag Discount Walter White, all one word. That is Cash App, hashtag Discount Walter White, all one word. I do accept Bitcoins, so you can toss a coin to your Walter. Show me some love, show me some support, and it will all go back into this. If you've enjoyed this so far, stick around for the tunes.
Hello friends and welcome back. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that. And uh, if you didn't, uh, I would say that uh, it sucks to be you. Now, moving on from that, which was glorious by the way, Gorilla Spooked Inc. If you didn't like that, your problem, not mine. But uh, moving on to where we were, or at least, you know, to pick right back up from where the hell we left off, bruh. He's the fuck up. That camera shit's wiggling, y'all. Anyway. Right back up to speed. Uh, oh, that's a really good one. Forrest Gump. H-E-1994-0004. The affected rate for this one is 95.04% of people. Of the people surveyed. Remember this as being the alternate. Forrest Gump. Life is, or life was, like a box of chocolates. This is a very good one. Because I remember life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. And hopefully, some of you do too. Alright. The alternate is life is like a box of chocolates. The current is life was like a box of chocolates. What exactly did he say? Ask anyone what Forrest Gump's most famous line is, and, assuming they aren't already aware of the controversy, chances are they would reply, My mama always... See, not my mom, it was my mama. M-O-M-M-A. Always said, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. It doesn't say that part right there, but I went ahead and added it. Play the movie today, though, and he says life was like a box of chocolates. Like, life is an ongoing thing, yeah? Yeah. Moving on. It's a small point, but it's having a big impact on those suffering from the mass memory discrepancy effect. It's all a simulation, man. To complicate things, it appears there exist two versions of the original footage in which each of the different lines were used. Since only one made it to the movie we see today, the was version, could it be the other one was somehow shown at the time? Even Tom Hanks has been caught saying is in a subsequent TV skit he did years after the original. I am willing to bet that if this is not an actual quote-unquote true genuine Mandela effect, because I remember the whole dual recording thing, if it's not a genuine Mandela effect, I would have to say that it's a matter of they released the alternate version. And that's the one that was on mass released. I can't 100% say that that's the case. I can't swear to that. I've got nothing for you. All I can say is that shit be crazy. So. <sighs> different takes. The explanation for the different versions existing today and people remembering the original being different is that it's possible one version was used in the trailers for the movie and the other one in the movie itself. If so, being so long ago, people would not be able to remember where they heard the line they remember. You act like people are just dumb as fuck. You act like they don't know anything at all. 
Robert Zemeckis, really? The Zemeckis Cube? That's a Ready Player One thing. I didn't know that shit. Moving on. I've got... There are issues that I take with some of this shit. It's the assumption that no matter what, everything is all wrong anyway. Let's see... I remember both on that one. Hold on, I'm tired of reading these. Oh, that's a weird one. Ooh, this might actually tie into something else. I'm not going to read that one because I want to leave that one be. Famous Mr. Birch. The wonderful and magnanimous Mr. Birch. If you're out there listening, you know which one I'm talking about. It involves a certain someone. Did they do it? That was a topic we were going to possibly consider. Let's see... Uh, a lot of good ones on here. Let's see. A lot of good ones on here that make sense. Motherfucker, can I really not move my leg like that? Go fuck yourself. Uh, let's see. Yeah, no. Beam me up, Scotty. Only 53.2%. Everybody knows Sinbad plays a genie in Shazam. Everybody knows that one. Did CPO three? Did C3PO have one silver leg? Yes, they did. Gandhi or Gandhi? I remember the first spelling on that one. G H A N D I or was it G A N D H I? I remember G H A N D I. So I don't know about that one. Which one's the legitimate one? Only forty-three point two point two six percent people remember that one, or are affected by that one. The alternate version is Mahatma Gandhi, G-H-A-N-D-I, and the current is Mahatma Gandhi, G-A-N-D-H-A, or, yeah, H-A-I, G-A-N-D-H-I. Let's see. Uh, that one could be a fucking typo. Let's see. Uh, that's a hell of a quote. Uh, just as a side thing, some of you can use this right now in your lives. Gandhi was quoted as saying, an eye for an eye only ends up making the whole world blind. Uh, he didn't say an eye for an eye, apparently, in this quote, but that's how I read that shit. So, moving on. Let's see. Ooh, I might actually want to read this one. All right. So how is Mahatma's surname spelt? There are a few references on the internet to Mahatma Gandhi, yet with that's G-H-A. Most references today spell his surname as G-A-N, with the H at the end, with the I. Is this the mass memory discrepancy effect in action, or just a few instances of people being unsure how to spell it correctly? So they took their best guess. The problem with the simple misspelling argument is that there really does appear to be many people who learned to spell it one way, then suddenly, all within a short time span, all became aware they were, quote-unquote, wrong. All wrong. <sighs> Ooh, that's bad. Looks like YouTube's getting cut short anyway. Let's see, the problem with the blah, blah, blah. If each individually were just correcting a lifelong misspelling, it would not happen to those experiencing it all at the same time. So, let's see. We're not going to make it, YouTube. I'm sorry. The video's going to have to get cut. Because my fucking laptop won't charge shit. So, we're going to have to cut this one right here for you guys, YouTube. We will be back with the rest later.
Damn, ain't that sad? That sucks. Means I gotta record this shit later. Oh, bollocks. Let's see if I can fix this real quick. Y'all at home, give me a minute. We will be right back. Alright, and we're back. I had to go get some juice for the fucking phone that I'm recording this shit on. I had to get the charge cord and the block and plug it in. So, back to what the hell we were talking about because the Mandela effect is a lot of fun and I'm pissed off enough right now anyway. Alright, I say I'm pissed off because uh, anyone who knows me knows well enough that I'm tuned to other frequencies. Like the whole spiritualism shit. I really fucking hate it. I hate spirit world. I hate higher and lower planes. I hate all of it. Okay? Really fucking hate it. So, moving on. Well, let's see, last we left off, Mandela, influenced Mandela. It's well known Nelson Mandela was influenced by Gandhi, and he no doubt would be greatly amused to hear there was another kind of connection today. This extends to the people too. Paris Magique, M-A-J-E-K-E, -E, whatever the hell that spells. South Africa's ambassador to India said, while Nelson Mandela is the father of South Africa, Mahatma Gandhi is our grandfather. Gandhi was imprisoned in the same jail Nelson Mandela was in Johannesburg in 1908. Nelson Mandela wrote extensively of his prison experiences and refers to Gandhi being sent to jail four times in total. Well, really. To Western ears, the words sound the same no matter how... Wait, yeah. The words sound the same no matter how they're spelled. So even when written down both ways, it would largely be accepted as correct without a second thought. And usually, even if seen correctly then, later incorrectly, because of the unusual H placement, Western eyes would still not see it as obviously being spelt wrong even though it had been pointed out as such earlier. So-called flip-flops would be especially problematic. So flip-flops is in bouncing back and forth, I take it. Ooh, there are comments on this one. I've seen both spellings all my life. I always thought it's because Americans can't spell for shit. The title of this post is misspelled. At the moment, it has G-H-A-N-D-I, not G-A-N-D-H-I. And I've never seen the G-H-A-N-D-H-I spelling. I take it that's a typo, or is that a combination of the two that people are saying? Like my Bernstein Bears shit. It does look weird when it's spelled the right way. Well, which way is the correct way, then? Which reality is the correct one? <sighs> this timeline shit's annoying. I got a video that I'm gonna play for you, because I want y'all to hear this dude and his bullshit. No. Oh. No. Not done yet. Reopen that fucking tab. What the fuck, bro? Oh, take me up to the top of the fucking tab. Alright. <clears throat> so. Oh, those of you who uh, are watching this on YouTube can see this. Those of you at home can't. 
So I recommend checking out the YouTube edition of this too. You'll get some different content. Slightly different. Bicha Mandela. Anyway, uh, in the background there, you see a skull with headphones wearing a black hoodie uh, holding a flower or a rose with a shattered clock uh, next to its head or its face. That skull, that clock, we call that death clock. By we, I mean me and my sister. My sister painted that. Beautifully done. My sister, if you check out the episode The Skull Queen Overcomes on my podcast on Spotify, you will hear about her. So, moving on. Y'all know anything about a boy called It? Let's see if it's in this little directory. Did you mean a box called The? No. I mean, how about this then? A child called It. Because that is one. Looks like they don't have it. Let's see, apparently Timmy never fell down the well even a single time in Lassie. I remember that meme or that reference a bajillion goddamn times. Anyway, um, a boy called It. For those of you who may or may not know, a boy called It or a child called It, I have to use this reality's version of this stupid shit. Um, a child called It is the title of a book series written by a guy who was abused as a child when he was when he was a youngin it's a series it's a series of books where i'm from and by i i mean plenty of people because this needs to be surveyed so if you want to send this to alternatememories.com somehow send them this video uh hell i will or this episode in the podcast, whichever one suits their needs. <sighs> so, A Child Called It, book series about abuse, written by the person who was abused in the book, goes on to talk about how mother abused him, never referred to him by his name, called him It. Look at my camera's trying to focus. I want me to stay in more center of picture. How about that? But it's about abuse. It's a book series about abuse. Okay? We good on that? We clear? Good. Wonderful. Clear as mud. Because I like Pirates of the Caribbean. The, uh... The bullshit about it is that I remember a boy called it. My sister remembers a boy called it. Plenty of people out there, or a few people I should say, some people out there remember A Boy Called It, and the picture on the front of the book, the cover picture, is not what you see now. What you see now on A Child Called It is an androgynous child. It's their, their androgynous. I don't know why. I don't care why, other than maybe woke bullshit and taking away the gender on that shit. I don't know. But it's a boy called it, and it's, and it's supposed to be a boy sitting with his back to the camera, or you can't see his face, whatever. You can tell it's a boy. It's very clear. It even says it clearly in the title, a boy called it. Now, 
you can see the kid's face. That's the whole fucking cover is the kid's face. They look androgynous. And it's a child called it. So. Anyone else see, like, know anything about this? Because if you look it up now, currently, to this date, it's a child called it. And whenever I found out, I was working at a bookstore. So. It, it, someone wanted the book. Blew my fucking mind whenever I found out. And then I blew their mind. I asked them if they were called. We had a conversation for like almost 20 minutes, like 15, 20 minutes, if I recall, about the title, the discrepancy. And I went on a fucking, I went full on tangent about that shit. So, like that's, there's that for you. So, if any of you recall, a child or a boy called it, let me know. I'd love to find out. And like I said, I'll send this to alternate memories and see what the hell they say. So. If you notice the tone of my voice changes constantly, it's because of the constant, I guess, stimuli, like I mentioned, of uh, bullshit energies and interactions. Moving on. So I'm gonna close that shit out because I'm done with that. I'm gonna play y'all a video because I'm gonna try to hear this motherfucking, this video. This dude, I'm gonna, it's only nine minutes and 12 seconds. Uh, credit to Joe Scott, the uploader of the video, June 20th, 2016. Um, I, your information I take, I've got, I'm going to say discrepancies with that. I uh, could do without this shit personally, but I, let's go ahead and get this going, I guess. Nelson Mandela was a civil rights icon, beloved around the world, highly respected world figure, Nobel Prize winner. It's impossible to overstate how amazing this guy's life was. But could he be proof of parallel universes? Silent Soldier, David Wendell, Jared Theralt, and Gaza Arts all asked, can you do a video on the Mandela Effect? To understand the premise of the Mandela Effect, I have to explain who Nelson Mandela was. So in the United States, up until about the mid-20th century, we had segregation, which was a policy of separating whites and blacks, separate but equal in theory. But in South Africa, they had apartheid, which was like segregation on steroids and PCP. Separating the races to the point of literally having walls around black neighborhoods, not even pretending to be equal. In the 1960s, South Africa reached a tipping point. Resistance to the policy of apartheid has bubbled over, and the African National Congress, led by Nelson Mandela, campaigned for civil rights. This campaign was violently resisted, and in 1962, Mandela was arrested on conspiracy to attempt to overthrow the government. He was given a life sentence. As a political prisoner, Mandela lived in an 8 by 7 foot cell, sleeping on a straw mat, working in a limestone quarry during the day where the sun reflected off the ground so harshly that it halfway blinded him. And Mandela lived like that for 27 years as a prisoner of the South African government as the anti-apartheid movement went on without him. He became a face of the movement and a hero to millions before he was finally released in 1990 and was pretty much immediately elected president. Now, this is where things get weird because yeah, apparently there are millions of people around yeah. the world who remember like it was yesterday that Mandela actually died in prison. So when he did actually die in 2013, 
there were a lot of very confused people because they could have sworn they remembered that he died years ago. I'm going to stop the video right there because if I recall, I was in like first or second grade, maybe third grade even. I don't know. We talked about it in school. About how, you know, well, um, yeah. We talked about it in school about how he uh, was someone who could have become something more, something bigger. And, uh, if I recall anyway. I'm trying to remember that far back is a fucking task. First and second grade was forever ago. I remember them going over it. I remember seeing grainy footage from the 80s. Old footage from the 80s of his funeral procession. That I can recall. With the bullshit in case, or in case, with the bullshit in play, just in case, let's go ahead and uh, move on from that because I've been through a lot of shit and some of my memory, I feel like it's been stolen from me. Well, let's continue. And it's not like when you're watching the In Memoriam segment on the Oscars and they show some ancient celebrity and you're like, whoa, that guy was still alive? No, many of these people distinctly remember him dying because it was a big deal and they were talking about it on the news. They remember very specific things that were said about it. Now, I personally didn't experience this because I remember when he was released from prison and like a couple years later he was president. And I remember thinking how just insane that would be to be a prisoner for 27 years and then suddenly you're the president of a country. But I do think I understand how those people feel because I experienced the Berenstain Bears effect. Yes, I am one of millions of people who distinctly remember growing up reading the books well, called the Berenstain Bears. And then when later it was pointed out to me that it was actually the Berenstain Bears, I thought I was taking crazy pills. Because I could see it, literally, in my mind's eye, the word Berenstain in those swirly letters. And it was a cartoon series for a while, too, and I always called it Berenstein. Like, I couldn't even imagine it any other way. But then I saw it right there in front of me. It was Berenstain the whole time. How? Honestly, it, it still kind of messes with my mind. So am I just crazy? Are all those Mandela people crazy? Some people think it might be proof of parallel universes. How else could so many people have the same vivid memory of something that never happened? Did it occur on some other plane of reality? Did these people begin their lives in that reality and at some point jump over into this one? Am I right now living in a universe that I wasn't born in? I mean, if there are... It brings up an interesting topic there. Like, that's that's a very good uh, topic to, I want to say, discuss. And we will be needing to come back to that because... Those of you watching at home and some of you listening might have heard it. Um, I uh, kind of need to take a leak. So we're going to take a break real quick. I'm going to go ahead and uh, let's throw a song out there. I like... Let's see. Yeah, we're doing that one. Because I like the song... We're going to do Gorillas, Clint Eastwood, for those of you listening to the podcast on Spotify or wherever else this thing winds up at, because Anchor is a squirrely motherfucker who throws this stuff everywhere. But we're going to listen to Gorillas, Clint Eastwood. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We will be right back from the break, and uh, y'all be sure to uh, stay tuned on this shit, yeah? Bro. Fucking, there we go.
bag of sunshine In a bag I'm useless But not for long the future is coming on I ain't happy I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag I'm useless But not for long the future is coming on It's coming on It's coming on It's coming on It's coming on Finally, someone let me out of my cage. Now, time for me is nothing, cause I'm counting no A's. Nah, I couldn't be there. Nah, you shouldn't be scared. I'm good at repairs, and I'm under each snare. Intangible, bet you didn't think, so I command you to. Panoramic view, look, I'll make it all manageable. Pick and choose, sit and lose, all you different crews. Chicks and dudes, who you think is really kicking tunes. Picture you getting down in a prison tube. Like you lit the fuse. You think it's fictional, mystical, maybe. Spiritual hero who appears in you to clear your view yeah. when you're too crazy. Lifeless to those with definition for what life is. Priceless to you because I put you on the high shit you like it. Gun smoke, you're righteous with one token. Psychic among no possess you with one go. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. In a bag, I'm useless. Not for long, the future is coming on. In a bag, I'm useless, but not for long, the future is coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on. The essence, the basics, without it you make it, allow me to make this, child like your nature, rhythm, you have it or you don't, that's a fallacy, I'm in them. Every sprouting tree, every child of peace, every cloud and sea, you see with your eyes and see destruction and demise, corruption in the skies from this fucking enterprise. Now I'm stuck into your lives through rustle, not in muscles, but percussion to provide for me as a guide. Y'all can see me now because you don't see with your eye, you perceive with your mind, that's the inner. So I'ma stick around with rust and be a mentor, but a few rounds of motherfuckers remember what the thought is. I brought all this so you can survive when law is law. Feeling sensations that you thought was dead. No squealing, remember that it's all in your head. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. In a bag, I'm useless. Not for long, the future is coming on. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. In a bag, I'm useless. Not for long, my future is
Welcome back, everybody. Hope you're doing well. And because I didn't line those up just right, because I had no idea that clicking this thing from my phone was going to cause that shit to start recording without me actually letting go of it. So, welcome back from that break. Those of you listening at home, those of you still with me in the video, you and me are 15 minutes into this segment, so let's have some fun. Well, 16 minutes now. Back to... Uh, the dude's video. By the way, those of you listening on the podcast, if you notice that my podcast isn't as clear as it normally is, it's because I forgot to change over the mic setting. So if you hear a hum in the background, that's my bad. I didn't change it yet because I got pissed off and said, fuck it, we're rolling with it. So, hugs and kisses, bear with me on this one because that shit is aggravating as fuck. Like it pisses me off that I didn't think about that. But I keep forgetting that I need to... I need to put a little fucking post note or some shit on here and be like, yo, I need to... Select the fucking mic. Make sure to select the goddamn mic. Alright, back to this dude's video. He looks high as fuck where I got a pause at, so back to this. Parallel universes with another you in that universe, could your consciousness jump back and forth between that one? When I wake up tomorrow, could I have jumped into the body of another me in another universe and I would be in a slightly different place in the morning? So you might be hearing this and thinking... Yeah, I don't remember where the fuck I was at. So... <sighs> Alright, so this dude's idea of this is, I'm not going to say it's wrong, but he's trying too damn hard. Like, there's, there's just a lot of shit that's involved there. There are too many variables at play, and with the way that, uh, with the way this dude's got it going, I don't know. Like, I think he's trying too hard. Parallel universes does make sense. It's an annoying fucking idea. I hate it personally. I think it's it's just more aggravating bullshit to put on top of the stack of aggravating bullshit. I personally don't like the idea. The whole thought that there's a parallel universe out there, a parallel me... That's running around doing shit, doing things that I'm not doing, or doing things similar to what I'm doing, but just slightly different. I think that, personally, that's a fucking insult. Like, I think that, uh, it's... What is it? It's... I only like the idea of there being me. Me. What you see right here, what you hear right down the microphone, Whatever the fuck it is that you envision in your head, that if you've never seen a picture of me, then I believe that there is only me. And for there to be an alternate me, in my opinion, is fucking insulting. So, it's insulting in the idea that that me would either be weaker or stronger than me. Like, to me, there it is just me. It's just the decisions that I make, the strength level that I am, the the essence of, fuck you, I'm going to do what it is that I want because I care about the people that I care about, I care about the things that I care about, and I hate the things that I fucking hate. So, if I went into to a detailed explanation of everything that I hate, everything that I will not accept and or stand for, we'd be here all goddamn day. Because there's a lot of shit wrong that I fucking hate. The things that I love are fewer. And if I love you, you know who you are. If I love it, like, for instance, video games, fucking movies, what few TV shows I can actually tolerate, music, 
then, like, I guess commentators and creators on things like Spotify and YouTube, if I listen to your shit at all, then congratulations. You're one of the few things that I actually remotely will tolerate. Everything else I fucking hate. So, like your corruption, your bullshit, the people that you hurt that you're not supposed to, the innocence that you hurt, the bullshit that you piss me off with, that shit I condemn. That list is very long. So, to think that there's another version of me who might not hate shit like I do, who might just be tolerant and accepting of whatever that other shit is, by all means, you have no connection to me whatsoever. Congratulations, go fuck off to whatever reality you're in. Some the fuck where else. I've got shit to do, and I've got things that I care about. I'm not going to try and reconcile that shit. I'm not going to try and be like, it's a parallel you, you're connected to every parallel you. Good fuck, stay fucked. I've got shit to do. Okay? Okay. No. That shit aggravates. My little tangent of bullshit aside, my little adventure into the idea of a parallel me, I get what he's saying. Parallel universes, parallel realities, alternate realities, whatever. Those could ex those explain Mandela Effect things to a degree. I operate on a different theory. To me, a Mandela Effect is an altered result in history, and we remember the original version, not the hiccup, not the altered version. So what you have as alternate, to me, is not. To me, is genuine true. But the alternate that we have, or the thing that we have that is different, I guess, whatever it is that you're experiencing now, in my opinion, that to me is the alternate. That to me is the difference. It's the thing that's been changed. I said this a really long time ago in a video that I sent, that I posted on YouTube way back when, whenever I did that shit back in the day. The theory that I had then was someone is playing with time. Someone's fucking around in the timeline. And they're changing things in the past to affect things in the present and the future. So if you change the whole idea that if you change one thing, then it affects a bunch of other shit, that to me makes sense. That should make, that makes sense to a fuck ton of people. There are a, there's a swath, a sea of motherfuckers out there. Millions and trillions and bajillions, whatever. There's a bunch of motherfuckers out there that feel the exact same way or understand time to operate the exact same way because of, say it with me now, pop culture and movies. Hooray! Hooray for movies. So, there's, there is shit that, it's a ripple effect. Anyone who has ever seen a movie about time travel understands that. So, I'm being a lot more animated in the video than I normally am whenever I'm just sitting down and recording shit. Also, I'm standing and, uh... These flip-flops aren't exactly comfortable, but hey, I get to chill in my house, so, you know, it is what it is. Alright, but no, someone's fucking with the timelines, and, uh, there we go, pop my fucking neck. The, uh, discrepancies that we're coming across in the timelines are what we're getting in Mandela Effect stuff. It's the hiccups. If there are multiple things attached to one Mandela effect, more than just the one extra, like for me, the Bernstein, Berenstein, and Berenstain bears, that shit, that means that if that particular thing has changed multiple times to reach a suitable or acceptable result. That's what it is to me. 
Okay? Doesn't mean that's the case. This is just a fucking theory that I've got. My evidence is my personal experience. That's it. What the hell makes sense to me? So, if I had to, um, I guess, put it as blatantly as possible, someone's fucking with time, and time is getting hiccups, and that's what the Mandela effect shit is. You want a better, more detailed explanation? Imagine time is basically a slinky stretched out infinitely in both directions. Alright, and the present is a droplet of water going around the slinky, never stopping. Constantly moving forward along the slinky. That's it. The ring, like there are, I guess, in the coils, there are events laced in those coils. And in those events, there is a smooth one event to another, one event to another, one event to another, and because apparently time is an unoriginal motherfucker, you get things that rhyme. You get events that line up, things that will, quote-unquote, repeat themselves as far as, like, you experience one thing when you're, like, let's say I was 21 and experienced some shit that was either something I had to overcome, I don't know why an X is popping into my head, I mean, it could be that, some shit that you had to go through in the past and you had to suffer that again in the future or in the, for that version of you in the future. You might be dealing with it right now, who knows. But you're dealing with that shit now or whatever. And that past experience was similar to your current experience or a future experience that you haven't got to yet. So, it's a rhyme. It's similar but not the same. It's close but it's not quite there. So... Let's say that that's how time works, that's the coil, and someone comes along and puts a little bitty nick in that coil. So it's no longer smooth. You can run your thumb along it, and there's a snag. There's a hiccup. So, that little discrepancy will then affect how the droplet, the water droplet of the present, that we call the present, goes around the coil. Apparently they're affected by causing whatever, you know, some bullshit like life is like a box of chocolates, life was like a box of chocolates. Mandela in the 80s versus Mandela 2013. Like, that shit. So, things like that. And then, because time rhymes, that little hiccup will then affect something else, something else, something else, blah, 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 down the coil. There's, as far as I understand it, there is your Mandela effect. Your Mandela effect is the Nick altering something because one thing changes, another thing changes. You can call it butterfly effect, whatever. Whatever the fuck you want to call it, call it that. I don't care. Pick your fucking poison and go with that. Alright? It, it, it is whatever the hell you want it to be. This shit's all stupid anyway. So, if I had to... If I had to summarize exactly how I feel about it. The way I see it, if you alter experiences through life, if you change things in the past and affect someone's present, you then affect their future. So whatever the fuck it is someone's trying to work towards, or some group, whatever the fuck they are, whoever, wherever, whatever, I don't give a fuck. If you change one thing, if you're trying to work towards something, then 
congratulations, you're fucking with things, but you better have one hell of a destination for us, like, in a good way. Because if not, this shit is gonna go real, real shittily. And it is not going to be any fun for anybody. So, you know, get ready for that. Um, someone is trying to alter events and change how things play out. And if you are tampering with events through someone's life, you tamper with how they, how they change, how they grow, who they become, and why. So, you're basically fucking with the heart of humanity. You're changing things, you're affecting how things turn out. So, if, I hope you're having a good time with it. So, there you go. That's, that's all I got for you. Um... Not really sure if I feel like playing the rest of this guy's video. Because, I mean, he just goes over more of the same. I probably should, just for the sake of... He gets to a point where... I kind of want to rail him a bit. It kind of upsets me some. Like, I was like, this guy's going to be the fucking video that I pick apart. So, you know. I'm not really sure if I want to do that or not, though. It's, uh, gonna be, ugh, my hair's growing back a little bit, I don't think you can kind of see it, that peach fuzz. Um, y'all can't see it obviously at home, but uh, those of you watching can, and uh, I need to shave that too, Jesus Christ. I'm basically buying time trying to figure out the fuck I feel about this dude, I don't know. Like, his video just sort of seems a little pretentious, but it's a matter of, I get it. This was back in 2016 anyway, so there's no real reason to be, I guess, quote-unquote, pissy. A lot of shit has changed since then. So, let's, I guess, go for it. It might be time for a woo-woo alarm, but I'm not going to hit the woo-woo alarm because... Actually, I'm going to kind of walk alarm. us back from the ledge on this one. We place a lot of trust in human memory because it feels very good oh, yeah. to us. That's the one. Okay. makes up who we are in a way. I'm, I need to just play it because I'm going to. I'm about to take a human memory is not accurate at all. It's, in fact, breathtakingly unreliable. The Innocence Project is a group of people who use DNA testing to exonerate people who've been convicted of crimes that they didn't commit. And 73% of the convictions that they've overturned were based on eyewitness testimony. Because our memories feel so vivid and real, we like to think of them as sort of like a videotape or a hard drive that just records things. But that's actually not what's happening. It's really more like putting together a puzzle. Every time you recall a memory, you put that puzzle back together again. And every once in a while, some pieces of that puzzle can get misplaced. For example, if you're remembering an old room of yours, your brain will reassemble all the different parts of that room, but maybe it misplaces the lamp. But instead of just leaving a blank space there where the lamp used to be, your brain fills in that spot. Because while it may not remember the lamp, it definitely remembers a lamp. So maybe it replaces that lamp with another memory, maybe from a TV show you watched as a child. The point is the brain doesn't like gaps. So it just fills in those gaps automatically without you even knowing it. It's also very open to suggestion, which makes it very troublesome in court proceedings because when a lawyer is cross-examining a witness, some of the words that they memory. say in their questioning can actually leach into the memories of the witness and make them change inside their mind the memories that they're using to convict somebody just by the mere suggestion that those things might have actually happened. We're also highly suggestible to groupthink. We're social animals. 
And oftentimes we'll trust the words of some other person or a group of people more than our but own. I hate basically like, have you ever been in a conversation with somebody so. and you heard them say something that you knew was wrong, but you didn't say anything because in your mind you're kind of like, well, they said it so convincingly, maybe they're right. Yeah, congratulations, you're a human being. So for the people who seem to remember that Mandela died a long time ago, even remembering Tom Brokaw delivering a eulogy on the nightly news, it may feel impossible that your brain can just make something like that up. But it can't. Your brain is a reinforcement machine, and once it gets the idea in place that something is a certain way, it can construct all kinds of imaginative scenarios that back that up, even if they didn't happen. Maybe there was a rumor going around that Mandela had died, or, or some tabloid rag had had some headline that you saw for a split second, and then your brain just filled in all the rest of it. In my case, I may have heard somebody say Berenstein, and it just stuck with me for the rest of my life. Besides, there's a lot of names that end in Steen or Stein. There's not a whole lot of names that end in Stain, so I probably never even thought Stain. I just thought these other things, because I've heard them so many other places like that. You know that famous scientist, Albert Einstein? If the simplest answer is best, then the simple answer is just that our memories kind of suck. And our brains are really good at making stuff up. Parallel universes are a fascinating subject, though. You know, it's a, it's a comforting idea that somewhere out there in a parallel universe is another you that maybe didn't make the same mistakes that you've made. All those things that you went through in your life, the missed opportunities, the, the screw-ups. It's nice to think that maybe somewhere out there, there's a version of you that knows what could have happened. That that missed opportunity might not be so missed after all. But what are the chances that there are actual parallel universes? Well, it all comes down to infinity. If our universe is infinite and time is infinite, then slices of time could be their own little parallel universes, when every now is slightly different from all the other nows. Maybe with infinite parallel universes, there's room for every quantum of time to have its own infinite set of possibilities that spin off from that. A universe where you get the job and a universe where you didn't. A universe where a lung cell divides perfectly normally, and a universe where it mutates and you wind up getting lung cancer. A universe where you die in prison, and one where you become president. One of my favorite little mind blowers is the thought that in an infinite universe, it's mathematically certain that there is another planet that evolved exactly like Earth, and animals that evolved just like humans, and families that evolved just like here to create another you. And in an infinite universe, not only would there be another you, there would be infinite yous. In an infinite universe, you are infinite. So whenever you're afraid to take a chance or take a risk on something, just remember that no matter what happens here, at least somewhere out there, it's guaranteed that you got it right. So fear nothing. So I know a lot of people really believe in this as proof of parallel universe. All right, so he's going into his end of video spiel. I'm not going to sit through that. I sat through all that shit up to this point. Like, his statement there that in an infinite universe, you are infinite. And if there is one possibility, then there are all possibilities. There's, I mean, yeah, I can't see my fucking hand movements down here, but I'm like, and those at home can't see shit. So, like, he's, he's doing something that is, psychologically speaking, valid. It's reasonable, it's understandable, and it makes sense from a scientific standpoint. And I'll agree that it's reasonable, it's understandable, 
but I also don't like that. Because that then means that there's this unending stream of just unbelievably minute discrepancies. Like, it's infinitely fucking stupid and annoying, I guess. But, all of that shit aside, I guess, uh, we'll never really ultimately know what the fuck the thing is. I imagine that, or what the thing is, what the truth is. Uh, all I know is that that clip at the beginning of this episode was a bit fucking extreme. That guy knew shit exactly. And I like that. I like that kind of stuff to where there's that evidence that that guy had that kind of memory and he knew damn well that exact book and recited the whole thing. So, all that aside, I'm going to go ahead and end this because this shit has gone on long enough. I need to go and, I guess, recenter myself accordingly, which means I'm going to go and have some fun. Probably go break some shit, and uh, I'll be back. So, I'm going to go ahead and end this here, though. I'm going to send y'all out with, uh, what do I want to hear? Ooh, that wouldn't be a bad song. There's O Green World. There's where's that one at? Is that one? Let's do. There's a song by Gorillaz that I want to hear. And I think it's let's see. There's O Green World. There it is. November has come. Excuse me, I've gone this entire episode without burping one really good time in the recording, and that was absolutely fucking wonderful. That was pretty kick-ass. I'm going to leave it a mystery as to which song on this I end with. I want it to be appropriate. It's going to be, I will tell you this, it's going to be from the Gorillaz Demon Days album. I started with Feel Good Inc., I'm ending with something from the same album. So, those of you listening on the podcast, listening at home... Hope you've uh, got some theories on this going in your head. Hope you've got something that you have experienced that you can leave uh, wherever it is. I don't know if Spotify allows comments. Uh, I haven't bothered checking. But if you've got something, then hit up on my hit up my YouTube channel. Uh, I'll have a link wherever I can if I can. And uh, if I can't, then uh, I'll explain it as best as possible. <laughs> You'll find me. You can't miss me, at least not to a degree. Given the algorithm, though, if the algorithm decides that it hates me, you'll probably have a wonderful time finding this. So, the uh, song aside, those of you on YouTube who have joined me for this and been very patient, and those of you on Spotify and wherever else this ends up, if you would like to support whatever I'm doing here, if you like anything like this, if this interests you even a bit, then please, you can check me out on Cash App, hashtag discount Walter White, all one word. Hit me up on there. I would appreciate the support greatly. If 
if you're so inclined. I also accept Bitcoin, so you can toss a coin to your Walter, and uh, I'd appreciate that probably to a degree that I can't fathom because even though it's on a low right now, Bitcoin's doing great still. But all that crap aside, say all that crap. Like y'all supporting me is crap. That shit is fucking amazing. I can't even imagine y'all doing that. That's why I'm talking about it that way. But uh, if y'all can support me in any way whatsoever, it's going to go straight to being able to do this stuff kind of a full-time sort of gig. I want to be able to do this stuff and mean it. I want to talk to people like I do in the Blue Skies Mix episodes where I'm just talking to regular people about themselves. I want to hear their stories. I want to hear about them, their trials, the things that they've overcome, how they've overcome them, and the things that they care about. Like, I want to hear your story. I want to have you on, hear your story, and let you, let you tell the world your story. Because it ain't just me. And who knows, you might say some stuff that even your closest friends might not know about you. You might share some things with them that they weren't ready for. Like, for instance, my sister and her disease, how she overcame it. What she had to go through just to get through finding out what the hell she had. That shit, if you haven't listened to that, please go do. But uh, whatever it is that uh, I get in support is going to go straight into this. It's going to go for this. I want to do this full time. I want to have people on, hear your stories, and uh, hopefully bring some light to you and the world. And you get to share music with people. So, you know, if you're on the uh, podcast, on the uh, video stuff proper, I think it's just going to be me on video for now. So, YouTube, it is what it is. If someone's comfortable with it and they want to do an episode like that, by all means, you'll get to see. Otherwise, you know, let's wing it. But this has gone on long enough, so I'm going to cut this right here. Uh, like I said, support me on Cash App, hashtag discount Walter White, all one word. I do accept Bitcoin, toss a coin to your Walter. You guys stay frosty. Enjoy this song, what's coming next on the uh, Blue Skies Mix radio show, the wonderful podcast broadcast with the most beautiful motherfuckers of an audience. And uh, those of you watching on YouTube, it has been a pleasure. Hope you've enjoyed seeing my face, my uh, tapestry back there that I got from a website, my sister's art back there, and uh, that's all you get to talk about. So, y'all stay frosty, and uh, we'll definitely see y'all again next episode. Hopefully I'll have something that'll blow your fucking minds. Yes, no, maybe so. Who knows? Down some, no split clown bum. Your gold hit sound dumb. Hold it now, crown them. Where you found them at? Got around town, coulda drowned in it. Woulda floated, bloated, voted, sugar coated, loaded hip shooter. Draw for the poor, free coffee at the banks. Hit through the straw, none more for me, thanks. That blanks the roar, that dank short stank lit. Sank past the pit for more hardcore prank spit. Crank it on blast, roll past front street. Blew the whole spot like some old ass with skunk meat. These kids is too fast, juiced off the junk tree who could get looser off a crunk or a funk beat something is starting today where did it go why you want it to be where you know
like a spigot. My guess is yes, you can. Like, can I kick it? Wicked. Lick a shot if you happy and you know it as you clap your hands to the thick snot of a poet flowing. Rope a pen and I'm in. Co-hymen, dope a rhyming. More worth it than the whole diamond. Acquired off the black market. A wire tapping couldn't target a jar spit. The rapid fire spark lit. Zit. A rapper, bug zapper, and it don't matter after if there's a thug or dapper. Plug your trap or it's maximum exposure. The beast got family members asking them for closure. Uh, send them a gun and tell them clean it. Then go get the nun who said her son didn't mean it. She wore a filled-in thong, a billabong. And said, nah, for real, I'm a gorilla, I'm a gorilla, John.